Do you love the Disruptors? If so, I want to tell you about a new mini-series that we're launching, Disruptors Future Snippets, where we take high-action concepts from our world-leading guests and distill them down to three to five-minute bite-sized chunks for you to enjoy and inspire your day. If you're interested in checking out the Disruptors Future Snippets, to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, go to disruptors.fm slash pod iTunes. And to subscribe on Android, go to disruptors.fm slash pod Android. These episodes won't be in your main feed. We're just popping a couple of them in here now to see how you enjoy them. And if you do, remember to go and subscribe again, disruptors.fm slash pod iTunes for Apple Podcast and disruptors.fm slash pod Android for Android. And now without further ado, I give you Disruptors Future Snippets, your shortcut to the future and more. Welcome to The Disruptors, the podcast about the future of all of us, where we look at the technologies, trends, and societal norms shaping our collective future. Here, the world's top minds share their insights and predictions on the convergence, direction, and ethics of exponential technologies transforming life as we know it. You can learn more and stay up to date at disruptors.fm. Ethics is a slippery slope, and today we've got someone who's made that into their career, Paul Root Wolp on the program. He's a professor in the departments of medicine, pediatrics, psychology, neuroscience, biological behavior, and cognitive science, and the director for the Center of Ethics at Emory University. He spent 15 years as the senior bioethicist at NASA, and now he's their first chief of bioethics. He's given at TED Talks, presented to governments, Congress, and of course, numerous corporate boards, and he's been profiled in places like the New York Times and 60 Minutes as a brave new thinker. Is it possible, though? So there, there's a lot of people would argue that if it's treating some type of disease, genetic engineering, even if it's controversial, has at least the right to try its chops, so to speak. But let's say you're going to have a daughter or a son and you find out, oh, wow, when Jimmy's seven, he's going to get cancer. It's a 99% chance. Here's this genetic therapy that we can put him through. A law, mm-hmm. I feel like for parents, laws aren't going to stop you. You break any law that's necessary, especially if it's something that's going to kill you. Sure. Is, it, is this kind of a slippery slope where no matter what we try to do, a black market will build. As the black market grows, people see, oh, I got a, a, the Joneses kids. They're getting ahead. It's not really fair. I got to put Timmy and Johnny through this. And it kind yeah. of becomes a keeping up with the Joneses where you have that slippery slope towards further and further, not not brave new world genetic engineering because they were actually just moving people backwards, but in general, mm-hmm. self-enhancement to keep up with the Joneses. So, I mean, we have that problem already with certain pharmaceuticals where they're in the testing stage in the United States and we're not sure how well they work and whether they work or whether they have uh, side effects or toxicities that we need to know about. And that's why we've put in place the drug testing procedures that we put in place in the United States. But look at Ritalin. Look at Ritalin. 25% of college kids are on Ritalin or some other ADHD drug just to get an edge. We'll get there. We'll get there to that exact kind of point. So we have this procedure. Now I'm not talking about accepted drugs. I'm talking about how we get a new drug into market. Ritalin has been around for over 80 years. So now we have this new technology, genetic engineering. As far as we know, it's been used once on human beings by this doctor in China. Uh, We don't know what the health outcomes are. There's some indications that there may be some negative health outcomes. So it depends where in this timeline we're talking about. If I were advising parents who had a child with a genetic disease or or in utero or something that 
potentially genetic engineering could help at this point, it would be absolutely irresponsible to try that on their child. We just, it's just premature. We just don't have the technology, technique, and talent yet to do this in a way that's safe and reliable. And then, as you say, there's going to be a timeline as it gets safer and more reliable. And we discover, I guarantee you, side effects and negative outcomes that we didn't predict at the beginning. And then we try to figure out, can we fix those? And along the way, there will come a point at which it seems to be safe enough and reliable enough that people might do exactly what you say. Try to go find it somewhere else. If it's still in a testing stage in the US, for example, that doesn't allow them access to it. They do that with new drugs. They do that with new bio, with new medical technologies. That is going to happen. That is a consequence of, the human, of human nature. We can't really stop that. There's a difference between a problem that should stop a technology and a problem that you need to manage in order to use the technology. This is the kind of problem you need to manage in order to use this technology right. Because some people may misuse it is not a reason not to develop it and not to try to make it available. So yes, I think you're right. I think that will happen. Part of what science education and medical education is about is to tell people, here's why we don't think this is ready and here's why we don't think it makes sense for you to use this on your child yet. We're just not ready. That's not going to stop some people, but ultimately there's not a lot we can do about that. If you want more of The Disruptors, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or go to disruptors.fm, where you'll find tons of audio and video interview stories with leaders in the fields of genetics, cryptocurrency, longevity, AI, space, VR, and much, much more. You can also follow me on Twitter at MattWardIO. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a quick review on iTunes at disruptors.fm slash iTunes to help more people discover the podcast and help us make a bigger impact.